telling you that that's not my intention and you're choosing to not trust what I'm saying. There's nothing mm-hmm. left for me to do. That's a you issue now. Right, 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 right. So in the event that the conversations comes down to you, a rejection of an idea or a expression or a feeling or uh, some the way somebody perceives something to have gone down, like when it comes down to that, that's where mm-hmm. you are. Like one of you, one of you basically just have to throw your hand up because if you don't see it this way, I don't know what to tell you. Because this is this is true to what I'm saying, and if you don't believe me, I don't know what to do from this point. But in in the event that we y'all can both get together and both understand that both of us probably had some misunderstandings in like the way it was brought and the way it was responded to, like there's issues there. But now we can see eye to eye and validate and say, now I see when you brought it to me, it was from this. Like you were upset because um it impacted you this way and when you brought it to me you had that upset tone and I felt like I was in here minding my business and now you bringing your upsetness Mm -hmm. up in my Mm -hmm. business and I didn't ask for that and now we're having an argument and I just matched your energy right right? right. because I you know how I said you know basically if you present it in a certain way there are no issues right but very rarely when something really pisses you off do you present it in a way that you want it to actually be received yeah right you came in here with that cajun shit yeah you came in here with that cajun <laughs> and i specifically <laughs> asked for some basic chicken and you come back who asked right right you know like and and i feel like there's conversations had like i know me in my my relationship i often tell my husband tone is everything because i i have long been a mirror whether people don't people want it or not i have long been a mirror so i'm gonna give you what you give me and i really wish that wasn't the case but that is what it is right i am a mirror so i'm going to reflect what i see Mm. Okay, so if you come at me like that, I'm going to get up. And sometimes I can catch myself because sometimes I can say, Crystal, you're in control. You are the navigator of this ship. You do not have to respond in that way, (laughs) you know, and I'd be like, oh, what's bothering you? Because I'm fine over here. What's what's happening? Okay, let me see if I can do something about that. Right. But every night, if you catch me off guard, right, where I'm not centered, you're going to get exactly what you're giving. And that's going to blow up before anything, you know, comes down and be right, peaceful right. and we can reconcile and see eye to eye. So it's very important for the people to take responsibility. If you have the issue, you need to take responsibility in the way it's presented. That's first. That's first. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you present it well and you know and you're proud of the way you presented it. Right. And and you're watching your tone and you're doing all you're marking all the things that you know how to mark because you've dealt with this person and you are intentional about the way you're bringing it to them. And then there's still issues. I have to say, still be patient and allow them time to realize that this is not your upset tone. You know, you can even say things like this. I am not coming at you as the enemy. This is an issue I want to fix the issue you're fine the issue is what i have a problem with you can you can Mm -hmm. do things like that you can state that to disarm the person or whatever but i feel like the approach to every issue determines the way it goes wrong or the way it goes right 
the initial approach, the represent, the presentation of it is everything. Everything like my, I, it's, this is hard for me and I'm still learning how to do this, but there's a way I can ask questions to my husband and he feels like I'm talking at him and not asking him a question. And I totally feel like I'm asking a question. Like I'd be bewildered. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) How am I not asking a question? I see the question mark. I hear the question in my tone, the rise and fall of my voice. What do you mean? I'm not asking a question. You you talking at me? You talking at me? So listen, like there is there are ways because you know there are sometimes in in my irritation I ask a very irritated question and sometimes I say it the very way I think it. But when I'm not in irritation, I I have the same statement and I say it in a way that just doesn't cause problems. Like you know, say for instance, I'm trying to think of an example that could be meaningful here like say for instance uh you we do this a lot here so say for instance uh the trash is we put our trash in a garage before we take it out sometimes so the trash is in the garage and instead it was a lot of trash so there's some in my car no 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 here's a better thing we have a work car we have our cars in a work car and sometimes when my husband has plans to do something and he doesn't fulfill it in the mornings when I need to go drop off the child, he's behind me. So I can't go. And it usually only happens on mornings when I'm late. <laughs> so now, now I get the, to be irritated with the fact that I'm late and I need to hurry up and go, but you behind me. Mm. So now I get to either go say, why the hell you park behind me? Or I can say, did you intend to move the car yesterday? You know, because it's like the third person power. You have you have the ability to see the trends and what happened. So use that power in times where it matters. Or you can just start an argument. Why the hell you park behind me? Right, right. <laughs> so the question now is, that's actually a perfect setup. The question now is, how do you utilize your third person? Because how do you utilize it when you say, OK, you introduce the the very way that I set the conversation up. You removed yourself mm-hmm. to tell the story of how you and your husband's interaction with the vehicles are in mm-hmm. these moments. Then you mm-hmm. go into your position of person feeling like this happens on a regular basis when I'm always behind the gun. This is a consistent thing. Mm-hmm. So now you're representing mm-hmm. both points of view outside of yourself and then your personal. How do mm-hmm. you use that third person point of view to make those two instances coexist? Because, yeah, you said what you said, but you mm-hmm. don't want to be intentionally disrespectful or rude. Right. Like this is a perfect way to transition into you having an issue she have an issue and what we're supposed to do about it because the thing is it's like we know what the occurrences are but now we have to actually put the solutions in action there's no evidence that okay as often as this has happened what are we not going to do to each other now that this thing keeps happening How are you supposed to adjust? Hey, can you make sure that you park on the inside because I leave before you like there's no 
there's none of that in, in terms of structure when we look at the outside world that's giving the same accounts and not saying, mm-hmm. OK, these are the adjustments because that honors both that honors both perspectives. I'm owning that. I'll be late. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. I got to be a little bit more punctual so that if I do have to move the car, I'm still not falling further behind. And I'm not and I'm irritated, not irritated, especially because I'm already right, late because you're yes. not honoring the fact that you late as hell. You just mad because he in the way. Like, I'm going to be late regardless <laughs> of whether he got to move his car. Or not. <laughs> but now it's a problem. <laughs> ah, <Right>. You know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so like that's what we're getting at with this that and the third is mm-hmm. three variables that we have to put into one mm-hmm. perspective and figure this thing out together you know because it's humanity in everybody's position it's not to say right. that one person is right and one person is wrong it's simply saying absolutely that's what that's what i needed <laughs> you to say bj literally there is no right or right. no wrong because both people are coming with just their accounts and what they see to have happened and it's all about the presentation mm-hmm. of it because if if you if you're bringing a problem problematically it's going to be bigger a bigger problem. problem right right and that's why i was so i was so like excited to focus they, on the third mm-hmm. person because you'll begin to realize that your intuition is not even necessary if you try to be solution based you don't have to yes. look that far into why they did it if you just want to get down to the root of the problem. That person mm-hmm. that you keep confiding in because you're not really on one accord in your relationship with your support systems all the time. Sometimes he got his. Sometimes you have yours. Mm-hmm. And we don't agree on the support systems that we allow to have input in our relationships so nine times out of ten when you go hit up your homegirl she condoning your bullshit girl that's just how me and our girl nah don't do that you making my shit worse you know what i'm saying like don't do that you don't know so uh, i have uh, a question though so because i'm so the way you said that's just how men are that so if she's telling the woman if the woman has come to her friend saying he did this 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 and she said that's just how they are how is that like making it worse because i feel like sometimes sometimes when the friend tells a friend like that is normal man activity he he's it's not a problem it's not uncommon not saying that it can't be fixed but just saying like don't feel like this should, you know, be a red flag. You, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times you don't often hear where women are telling their friends that give that man grace. Because sometimes that's what men do sounds like give that man some grace. Yeah, it, it sounds like that too. I, I don't know why I keep saying this, but when when you say it, it's believable. Oh my God! See, we got we gonna have to have a whole conversation right. about this. What he about to and say I right think, now? I think I think that's because this is um, this is based upon the view of a person I know that knows better, right? So mm-hmm. it feels it feels genuine when you explain it, 
But what I'm aiming at is the fact that like we'll have our set of standards or a list of things that that's just how men are is basically compiled mm-hmm. compiled up with right but there's mm-hmm. some things that we can say that that's just how women are that contribute to right why that's why men are the way that they are so like that's just one perspective okay. that you're getting from the conversation because she understands this simply mm-hmm. because she's a woman now she's not going to mm-hmm. she's not going to give you the full view of it because there's a certain level of bonding that you two have that is not even being considered most of the stuff that you've been through with this friend was traumatic okay this is why y'all friends but this is also why so it's a trauma bond so this is also why the advice from this friend is critical so don't just say this is how men are unless you fully understand what this man was intentionally trying to communicate in those instances because your examples of why men are the way that they are is a traumatic response. Okay, okay. I see I see where you're going. I see like when if if a certain person says that's just how men are, right? And that's sending the person back to accept this poor behavior. Right. Um, that's a bad thing, mm-hmm. right? But what I'm saying, like, say, for instance, like, if it was a, a woman taking her issues to her friend and she's just, like, really upset where her man or her husband and the friend is like, well, did you ever consider... You know, mm-hmm. or did you, you know, she's giving her insight on what the man could be thinking. And it's like more of a healthy conversation. And I get, I gather why you say for me, because, you know, it's that type of thing. Right. But like, I do understand for me, I feel like anytime where it's not like a threat on life or safety and the other person is giving grace, I feel like that's the best. Bit. Yeah, it is. Right. It is. Because I feel like I hate for a woman to call her friends and she's totally misinterpreting something altogether completely in regards to her her mate and the friend just piles on more things to be mad at in regards to her mate and you're just like man mm-hmm. like this person can't win for right. losing because yo y- your team is just going to cheer you up and make you feel like the other person is awful and wrong and sometimes that and is like, and who and that's who, hard that's that's a hard thing because i've even seen women do that where they they go into explaining the situation wrongly the friend interprets it wrongly and that makes that friend also comfortable to tell you something about your man that she feel like you should know. <laughs> because he is just wrong. Mm-hmm. So I remember, so this is the, this their person thing, the same cousin. Now, now I feel like we love each other today, you know, cause we adults. I love, I truly love Ooh. my cousin. We're just really different and I accept her for being different <laughs> and hopefully she accepts me anyway. So, I remember she was dating this guy, and mind you, she she's a a a, a woman's lady. <laughs> I mean, a man's mm-hmm. lady. I mean, you know, he's a woman's man, a lady's mm-hmm. man. She's a she's a a man's lady. Okay, like she she can pull them. Okay, like she keeps guys. Right. So this is one guy. She was somewhat serious, probably most serious that I've ever seen her with a guy, and um, 
she had gotten to the point to where she was tired of him or she didn't like him no more. I say tired of him, right? Mm-hmm. And so she came into work because we worked together and she was just listing all the bad things, nasty or unimaginable things that he was doing. And I know her, so I heard her, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, you just tired of him. <laughs> no, but he did. He did. I'm like, you want us to think he's bad because you're tired of him and you want a good, you want to feel comfortable about breaking up with him. And I told her that right there. Is that harsh? Is that cruel? No, you just wanted, you just wanted your, your group to just be like, Hey man, girl, leave him, take him out, put him out there on the curb with the trash. You just wanted us to give you permission to do that, but that's all you want to do. You don't need our permission. You set up here and made this man sound awful. Like these are the worst things ever in life. You're tired of them. You're ready to break up with him. Let the truth be the truth. That's the kind of stuff yeah. I was doing. And that's why I got pushed out into the corner. Like, we don't want to, We ask you nothing, Crystal. Sit over there and mind your business. Please. But that is normally the case. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's normally yeah. the, like, you're the third person that we need. Mm-hmm. Because it's not to, it's not to be, like, swayed by one vantage point. Like, you understand that, okay, yeah, this man got some things going on with him, but you're also trying to incriminate him to us. Mm-hmm. So right. two things can be true in this very instance that you're explaining your disdain. Like, okay, yeah, you got your mm-hmm. views, but um, I'm sure you got some shit on you too. Yeah. So like you're the third person that we actually need, but you're not usually the third person that shows up. So this is no. this is so layered in how we're supposed to conduct ourselves with these various forms of truth. And I look at how in my experiences with dealing with truth and this is complicated for most people. So I've always believed that two people in love almost never agree all the time. So whether you are right more often in your relationship than you're wrong, cool. If you wrong more often in your relationship, cool. But harmony does not mean we see eye to eye. Harmony is despite the fact we're different. There has to be right, 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 right. there has to be things that we agree upon that doesn't consider our views and vantage point. If peace right. is the goal, like, we mm-hmm. have to choose peace and not our position. Right. If love is the goal, we have to sometimes give in to the affections that our partners require though we sometimes don't always fill up to it because if we're choosing something it's despite where we are in the moment so like my view my viewpoint helps me in those situations where i know i'm right but what's the ultimate goal i'm choosing a battle here and i don't think we do that either you know, because we think that in order for us to have those beautiful moments or those agreeable moments that you and I both have to have the same views and opinions. And that's less likely to be true in certain instances. 
Right. So my my answer to that is just because we don't agree, don't I feel like you cannot be too tied to being right. Right. Oh, very true. And I feel like a lot of people, when they get stuck on their ideas and the other person doesn't see that way, see it that way, they automatically feel like the other person is saying they're wrong. And that's never my intent. My intent. I'm always like, hey, you get to have that. I don't agree with Mm -hmm. it. You get to have it, though. You understand? Like, I'm not going to take that from you because it, it's very valid. And I see exactly. This is the way you validate people. I see exactly how you came up with that. It's sensible. I just wouldn't do it that way. Right. It doesn't right, make sense for right. me. But I see you. I see you. I see you. It, yeah, I get it. I get it. But that ain't going to work for me. Okay. <laughs> and I, and I'm, I'm never going to put it together like that. Right. Never going to do it. Right. I'm never going to do that. So that's why. But I don't want you to feel like I'm telling you you're wrong. I want you to see that it's all right that you see it that way. But when you bring it over here, this is the way I see it. And if we're going to mesh and and, and and see eye to eye some kind of way, we kind of have to understand that we're different, you know, and we don't have to agree. We could just leave room for both of us to feel the way we feel and meet in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm not I'm not trying. I don't need you to bend to my will because too many times does the other person need the other person to bend like bend for me. Do what I say, because I see it that way. No, no, I can't. I don't work like that. I don't. Mm. I cannot do it that way. So I think it's important not to feel wrong when you're not agreed with. Right. right? right. So that explains why I don't feel rejected in our conversations where we don't agree because I don't feel wrong. I just know we don't agree. Oh, true. I don't attach. I don't attach right or wrong to disagreement. Oh, that's a, that's a great, that's a great point. Great point. I think that, I think that works a lot easier too. When, um, when you look at it that way, you know, you're this Mm -hmm. or his that or vice versa, Mm-hmm. You know, looks completely different when you don't attach a chord to right, right or wrong. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it does, that doesn't make you right or wrong. Like, and I think that's the safest bet. Cause I remember, um, I remember this came up like, uh, there, there's been times where friends have felt as though if nobody agrees with them, then I'm just going to cut them off completely. Like I ain't dealing with none of those people no more. They don't agree with me. They think I'm wrong. They think I'm mm-hmm. bad. And I'm just not going to deal with them. I'm not going to deal with nobody, in fact. And they'll ask you how you see it. And I'm like, hmm, I understand that you feel that way. I don't agree. Well, what do you, what do you, what do you mean you don't agree? I mean, it, uh, they don't agree with me. They, they think I'm wrong. They see this. I'm like, hey, I feel that you feel that way. I understand that you're upset and you feel like rejected and, you know, shunned. However, your answer to respond to them not agreeing with you is unhealthy. Now, it might be really reasonable in this moment, but I want you to know it's unhealthy. Yeah. Right. right, right. So it's like I'm leaving it up to you to choose whether you're going to react in a healthy way or unhealthy way. And you decide unhealthy, healthy, what's wrong, what's right. You decide. That's your decision. Do you want to be healthy? Do you want to be mature? Do you want to grow? Can you handle the challenge of not being agreed with? Mm. Can you handle the challenge of people having their own opinions? Because we all got our own opinions. I do not have to be right. I have long accepted that I do not have to be right. I don't need to be right. I want to tell the truth 
And if you have room for my honesty, I can make room for yours. Mm. And we can live in harmony. Hey. That's that's the way I yeah. see it. That's the healthiest way to see it to me. Yeah. You ain't got to be perfect. I don't need no perfection around here. <laughs> you can be as flawed as you are. But listen, like, we, we have to make room for each other's truths. And I think that connects, like, the plans for the future a little bit. Yeah. Like, it, it's hard because it's, it's in, you know, we're talking about the past and we're talking about today. And sometimes our awareness today can forgive our lack of awareness yesterday. Mm, yeah. Because I think that kind of, um, that kind of like couples with those people who will say, mm -hmm. y'all know I'm, y'all know how I am. Like, in order for me to accept that, if I have to accept that, is because there's some accountability there and you adjust yourself accordingly with what you know about yourself. That's the only way mm -hmm. I can tolerate a person saying that. I'm not about to go and let you list off a bunch of shitty traits that you do nothing about and then provide you grace. I'm not that person. Mm -hmm. Like, it's going to be something that you have right. set up for yourself to accommodate what you know about yourself. And this is how we can mm -hmm. coexist with your occasion and my original. <laughs> you know, like, that's mm -hmm. cool. But, like, I think that that whole perspective of I said what I said, even though you're right, you're wrong. Because mm -hmm. that's not the approach that you should have with somebody who has their own levels of truth. And, you know, we have to be a little bit more gracious in that regard because we're not getting anywhere with these conversations that we're still having about the opposite sex and what we do and how we treat each other, how we mishandle each other in certain areas of the relationship. Like we're still not getting anywhere with the perspectives that we hold on to that we believe to be true, you know, because now you're single yes with those same truths and wonder why you can't be in a relationship because you holding on to this, whether you single or in a relationship, it doesn't matter. Okay. But what if, okay, and I agree with you, BJ, I don't disagree, but I'm just shedding more perspective. What if we saw, I said what I said, not as a negative stance, but the reality of what we all do. Like I said, what I said, like, this is who I am. This is what I am. Not that I'm not, not that I am not going to change, not that I'm not going to improve, not that I'm bringing mistakes, but this is just the truth of my feelings in regards to what's presented. I said what I said. This is what I need. This is what I want. This is what I require. I said what I said. Yeah. It would be, it would be great to receive that. In that context, because if that is what mm -hmm. it was meant to communicate, then you wouldn't have to say it. <laughs> so, like, that brings me to the point of, well, you're still insisting on something. So, like, if this is what you were really trying to say, all of what you just said, if that was truly your position, you wouldn't have had to say that. 
So why, so why are you dismissing the the, the saying now? Because I mean, because I feel like I feel like something like that has to be said. When let let's just break down the popularity of the phrase. I said what I said. For me, it was Nene Leaks on the uh-huh. Housewives. She said, "I said what I said." Right. And for me, it was just her standing on what she'd actually said out her mouth and not taking it back. Right. 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 And if you look at that, if you look at that as the reality of somebody living in their truth and knowing exactly what it is that they want and why they're moving the way they move, I feel like that's a statement of truth and not a statement of convolution and trying to lead you astray and manipulate. They're telling you what you gathered (laughs) is what I said and I stand on it. Deal with it. Right. Mm -hmm. And some of us, want to converse about how we're not going to deal with it. And that's why we need you to alter your stance because I can't handle that. These are the options that you're providing me because they don't feel like options at all. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I feel like a lot of us are doing. We're, we, we are fighting for options when the other person is saying, I said what I said, there are no options deal with it or not. And I don't see a problem with that because I'm going to say, oh, I can't deal with it either. You're right. I'm going to do what I'm going to do because I can't handle that one option or the lack of options or the lack of understanding. Because if that's what the conversation takes us to, then I feel like, honestly, you have to be for real with yourself in that moment and do what's best for you. Yeah. And yeah, walk you absolutely away. Right. You absolutely right. And it's. And it is making perfect sense. I'm not, you know, taking that away from the statements. And I think I think with what I'm standing for is like knowing the knowing of it all. When you mm-hmm. when you say what you said and all of the world shifts around you. Mm-hmm. And now you alone with what you said and you still standing on it uh-huh. and you still complaining about what is going on. The Although you said what you said, whose fault? It, did you, you're left with your friend. You left with your friend. I, I said, said what I said. How come I said, how come I what, said I what I said can't be your fuck up? It is. I mean, it, it that you mean you know how they used to say when you point your finger at somebody, yeah, three, three point, point back, back at you. you. Yeah. What I said, what I said is a finger point. <laughs> you, I said it. It's my fault. It's my fault. And you, the person, you are the commentator of mm-hmm. today's relationships. Like dead ass wrong and. You looking for validation and acceptance in all of the social spaces. You trying to get likes on your tweets and shit. And this shit is circulating around. We see these people every day literally creating toxicity as content. And, you know, Mm -hmm. some of these issues, I feel like that, like we just find out that this whole like spectrum of videos where it's like shade room quality content popping up is all fake stuff they making up. You know what I'm saying? Like they just making it up just to have talk pieces. And it's like, okay, what are you doing with your third person? Your third person is your phone sometimes. Your phone is always like scrolling through negativity and 
you know, you bring this stuff back home to your partner. You bring this stuff back home to your text thread that you share with your person of interest. And it's like they looking at you like, where the hell you get this shit from? And that third person. Whether that be that home girl or that's your timeline. My timeline is my third person. God. God. <laughs> listen, listen, I tell people all the time you're going to have to figure out through all the stuff that we got to uh, go through. Uh, you better figure out who you are. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's a lot of influence out there. And it ain't all good. It's definitely not. <sighs> But yeah, no, I mean, this is, I don't know. How do you feel about it? BJ, do you think this is crystallized or do you think we need, we, we need more note taking more? Um, I really feel like, I really feel like it is final only because I, I know where I can take this and leverage another conversation. Um, well, could that just be a different, it's going to be an though? entirely different conversation. Um, so okay, I think right. that we can rest on what we've presented simply by saying that there's humanity in every version of the truth within your relationship. Mm-hmm. Take accountability for yours and also be compassionate about the other person. Um, your third person is just as significant as the first and second person in your relationship because it is a voice, whether that be of reason or ridiculousness. So be considerate of who you bring into your relationship that be social media, social content, the stuff that you around into or your friendship, people, family, friend, family, friend, family member. I think that some I think that support system should be agreed upon to some extent between you and your partner Mm -hmm. when you are being serious and intentional about your love. So like those Mm -hmm. things, I think, are brought out without necessarily being said directly in this conversation so yeah mm-hmm. we can cap this one off and um I, i'm definitely going to stir up the conversations even more with where i'm spinning off of this one with so yeah we can close okay. this out okay i just want to say because v- bj i feel like made this really really clear or right, and combined but like when you when you are in this cell what i said in refusal be prepared to say what you said and stand on it alone And when you are with someone who said what they said and you need options, make sure you make that clear as well. Mm. Stay, stand just as steadfast on the fact that I need options because I will not accept that, that limited stance. Mm. Right. And instead of trying to make more options out of that limited stance, accept it for what it is and make your claim and figure out what to do beyond that point. Wow. So that's how I'll leave it. Uh, Thank you, guys. Uh, I love when they crystallize, (laughs) you know, when we form a strong opinion and can go with that. I think that's beautiful. And so. I'm done, BJ. You want to tell the people goodbye? All right, you y'all. We'll be back with more brain teasers and twisters because I got something <laughs> that I really feel like is going to be just as complicated, but just as good. So see you guys in a sec with new and improved Who Gets Love. Take care. Tune in next time to see Who Gets Love from BJ and Crystal Flynn.